You're listening to the Sam Hoiberg Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Sam Hoiberg Show on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. Again, if you guys want to join the conversation, start our Heyman text line 402-464-5685. I can call in as well at that same number. If you want to put a face to the voice, we are streaming on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter as well. Uh, and again, here from the text line, Augie says, are you guys a little pissed off that everyone tried to write you off a couple weeks ago? And do you use that as motivation? Go Big Red. Yeah, I mean, we definitely use that as motivation. Um, I honestly can't say I was too pissed off because I kind of understood it <laughs> at that <laughs> point because w- with all the loss we had, I didn't know where the season was going to go from there. But, yeah, now that uh, we're playing really well, I'm just glad to see all the support from the people that stood that stood with us the whole time. So I just hope the people that were hating on us aren't the ones cheering for us now. Yeah, and I will say, if I if I had to judge the vibe, I wouldn't say it was even hate. It was like yeah, uh, it was more like – Maybe a little bit of loss of hope. Yeah, but, it's like you lose yeah, two starters, yeah, and you're I really was say with the loss of Jawan uh-huh. Eman, people started to doubt if we we're gonna do anything. But like, I think that's part of the reason why we are that like gives us motivation because we want to play for them. So, mm-hmm. did you guys like? You know, was there like a readjustment phase for you guys? When did you ever experience any of that doubt? I mean, those are two pretty crucial losses, but at the same time. How fast, you know, did you did you pick up off off that knowing that you know it's it's not gonna you don't have them for the rest of the season. You're gonna have to figure it out regardless. I'll say like I didn't know like I didn't know if we'd be able to really compete after those three games with big losses in a row mm-hmm. when I had started to play. But we knew like the one thing is that we were not gonna give up. We we're not gonna stop trying. Like maybe we didn't know for sure. And then that's one thing the coaches talked about was just believing in. And then we really started to believe it. We got the win versus Penn State, and we've kind of ran from there. So just the the coaches giving us belief was one thing that was really important, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say, because uh, what game was that when uh, you – I, I want to say it was your first game when you you, got to, you dropped like 15 points, uh, but you guys still lost by double digits. Was yeah, so Maryland. Maryland. Maryland, that was the first second game time. I okay. really – been in the rotation we still lost by a lot yeah but at the same time it was like those games were like they were still bad losses but you were still seeing like we guys like it. you we were, yeah i mean we it was like the, the last until like, like 10 minutes yeah and run away yeah so, yeah it wasn't like we were just getting blown out from the start yeah and that's the other thing too and like you're seeing like guys like you um you know and blaze and just everyone stepping on the court you're you're seeing some development at the least and then obviously K-State Tominaga dropping 20 points every game right now is going to do a lot for the offense. And Which, just continue I, do you guys think that's out. surprising at all? Like, no, yeah, because yeah. he's been he's been like that in practice the whole entire year. Mm-hmm. I think it just took, I don't know. I don't know more what it was. But, like, he it's literally has not missed, like, this entire season in practice. So, I'm just glad that he's doing game now. Yeah, I mean, I think that <laughs> some people are waiting for this, like, hot streak to end, but – it's not, it is <laughs> it's not, not a hot streak. streak. He's it's just, just it's just Casey. Like when he's hot, he will get thirty. I I can believe it because he has those shots there. Like he had that last game where uh, he went up for a pump fake and it was like a long two, and he just did the step through yep. floater. <laughs> yep, that's why he's so hard to guard. <laughs> yeah, and then like later down the road, it's like he kind of did that again, um, and he didn't make the shot, but the guy fouled him, mm-hmm. and it's like even if just plays too. like that, it's like. Even if I was watching that, I'd be like, that's not a real shot. I wish they wouldn't call the whistle. But when it's Casey, it's like, nah, he's, <laughs> he can drill that. Yeah. yeah, he just did it earlier. Um, but, again, like, yeah, like you guys were saying, like, you're losing by a lot early. 
but then you start picking things up. Obviously, guys like Casey and then Derek Walker's assist numbers too, climbing. Um, again, I just think that's the whole team starting to fire on all cylinders. Um, and then Sandman chimes in, has says, hey, Sam, love the hustle and tenacity you bring to the team. I love watching you play. Um, and again, I think that's just another thing that everyone's really enjoying lately is just uh, the, the no quit in this team. And especially when you're playing at home and the vault and the place is just electric like it was last time in Maryland, uh, it really just sets for an awesome atmosphere. Uh, so looking ahead, you have Minnesota, then Michigan State, obviously, then you finish off with Iowa. Um, you said you're doing skills uh, yesterday or today, excuse me. So tomorrow you're going to start bringing in uh, some more of Minnesota's tape. How do you kind of like at this point in the season, how aggressive are your guys' practices when you're going through that stuff? Because you got maybe getting ready for Big Tens. Um, how, you know, how hard are you pushing? Well, we had the the stretch where we were playing – a lot of games and mm-hmm. not a lot of amount of time so we really would just do one hard practice in between uh the off like games so we do one hard practice the day before the game not very hard a little bit of live and then this week i bet we'll probably do a little bit more of it probably two days of hard and then a less live day the day before and then a shoot around day of the game absolutely and then uh i think we'll probably put a pin on some of the basketball conversation for there at least for uh you guys because i i don't want to keep talking too far ahead here because it's going to be a you know obviously a crucial stretch your head but again if you guys want to join the conversation starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685 so over the break uh we were kind of talking about the all-star break and i think that you know everyone can agree it's it's definitely lost its luster in the nba so would you guys have any ideas on how you could fix either the all-star game uh, or even the dunk contest? Because it's like both have just, I mean, they've hit an all-time low for me as of late. I'm just not, I don't like take time out of my day to really go watch them. I would just say like people like Money. actually like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pay them a little more. That, yeah. And also like just people like wanting to do it, like not just because they like, it's people like, are too cool for it. Now. I don't know I'm how saying, the all, I don't know how you're too cool for the dunk contest. That was like the coolest thing. Back so you think LeBron ruined the dunk contest? I don't want to go that far. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he thought he couldn't win it, like because he, LeBron just does his strict yeah. tomahawk. He never yeah. seen him doing under the legs or anything like that. He just jumps high. Don't maybe he didn't think he could win. So, yeah, it, I would think that guy could pull it off. For how yeah, freaking I, I don't know. That's just because John Morant too, like Zion. Like I think guys don't want to lose. Those guys. Like, yeah. why would you want to do that and then lose? Yeah. But those guys, I mean, they would be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. You tough. see them do things in games that are just absurd. Yeah, John got, Moran did like a 360 in like the All Star game. Yeah, that was wild. They got to add like some incentive for yeah, both yeah. of them. Well, yeah, because I think the dunk contest winner is only like 100k or 106k, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then like, Mac McClung's like career earnings because it was just a two day contract. Yeah. Wasn't like way more. Like his, it was like pretty close. Yeah, yeah. very similar. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's I think it'd be cool if they added like a celebrity like three-point contest too. yeah that would people be people would want to watch that that'd be definitely interesting <clears throat> i just feel like i feel bad for like the people who like buy tickets to like yeah. see people like actually like participate but then like people the people like don't want like the stars like don't want to participate and like i feel like i feel bad for them because like that's maybe the, like their only chance of like actually like seeing that person live yeah you get all the stars but, like, there when that person does, doesn't participate like what do you do like okay like i'm just gonna go like see if somebody i don't want to see like obviously but like i just feel like it's gotten to a point where like change needs to be be happened uh be like occurred i would say because like it's just getting like it's just going like downhill like slowly yeah. each year like last year to this year and like i feel like it's 
if change doesn't happen, like the same thing's gonna continue to happen, and I feel like it's just gonna keep declining, keep declining. Like more viewers are gonna like not not tune in as much, and like it's just not gonna be like fun, like as it used to be, obviously. But I just feel like I don't know. Like there definitely change needs to be hap- needs to be happen. Uh, they need to be talking about that, uh, making it like fun for everybody, not just for mm-hmm. themselves, um, and just like making it like making it to where like it's not about them at the end of the day like it's about the fans yeah i got a couple things i think would maybe <laughs> fix like but this is just it's not just the all-star weekend fix. like okay maybe you can make the all-star weekend longer because one thing they asked luca what he was most looking forward to about all-star weekend he said Vacation. my flight to cancun on sunday <laughs> like they they just want a break from basketball yeah that's true if you just extended yeah, all-star break my brother jack works with the spurs and he came back and he was just so ready to just chill and not do anything with basketball and i'm sure it's even worse for the guys playing that's true so i think either you make it longer give them like a, maybe another week after the weekend just give them time to just have a break because they they all just want to get out as quick as they can they're playing so many games yeah. or, like... or or you could just shorten this amount of games in a season like 82 is a lot it's not that fun to watch in the regular season yeah like for real like i feel like no one really watches regular season nba and that's part of the reason only the, why only the diehards like will watch their team play every single night. yeah it's like if you have a team like you're gonna watch them but like if you're just like a casual watcher you're not just gonna be like yeah like i'm bored i'm just gonna watch them i mean maybe you will but i'm not like that at all I don't know what the answer is to that one. I, I honestly always wonder about that because, like, ratings are down every year, so it's obviously a problem. But you know, at the same time, it's like players resting is like another problem. Yeah, and then like, you think if you have less games, they're not going to need to rest. Like, games will be more important. I but do you think that's? Do you think they still need to play every game now, or do you think they get rid of those rest days? I don't think they would ever get rid of. That's the what rest I'm days, saying. Like, I don't know if that fixes players sitting for rest days either. Oh, are you saying what? Are you, like you're saying, like if you shorten the season, that'll get rid of players resting too. Like just not playing a game. Yeah, just like having rest. a rest day. I mean, I'm thinking like if there's less games, like every game will mean more. Say there's like 65 instead of That's 82. True. People will have to play in games because they'll mean a lot more. Like one game in the middle of November may not mean much to someone, so they don't need to really play in it. So I think that would be the – simple answer but i don't know if that's what anyone would want to see yeah i don't know 82 games is a lot because like i i love watching the bulls but even then like 82 bulls yeah, games to watch 82 probably <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah watching the highlights then maybe exactly, yeah. <laughs> plus like when there's like college basketball going on you see like two top 25 teams playing like you're gonna watch that over just like a regular yeah NBA especially early game. in the season yeah i feel like yeah if i mean a lot more people are probably enjoying college basketball right now over NBA in the regular for season. For sure. I feel like the tide's been for a while now, to be honest. I feel like more people are a lot more vested in college than in NBA because, like, people actually, like, the athletes, like, actually, like, play hard. They actually, yeah. like, want it more. And, like, they bring it every night. Short season. Exactly. You guys, you guys can't afford it. Every, like, every game means every ga- Yeah, exactly. Every game means something. And I feel like it's just, like, more entertaining because, like, when March comes, I mean, like, everyone's excited for it. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone wants to participate. Like, everyone wants to make a bracket if they can. Uh, so, I feel like college basketball is just, like, is a lot better right now. And it has been a lot better than the NBA. Viewer-wise, like, yeah. I, yeah, Like you said, like, the 
the ratings are down and like even me I, I love watching the nba but like the way it's so catered to the offense like it's really hard to watch guys play really good defense and still like foul out in a matter of the third quarter yeah and uh, that's one thing i want to comment on a lot of people will say there's no defense in the nba jack is watching my older brother jack who's mm-hmm. working with the nba team he sees it up front he said that's completely false the guys are just so good at offense yeah i believe it that it makes them look like they're not playing defense but yeah that's one thing i want a myth that needed to be busted that definitely, <laughs> that definitely makes sense I, I mean yeah like yeah they're just so good at offense that people look like they're not playing defense yeah like watch someone guard steph curry and say they're not trying like right. steph curry yeah. can still drop 40 and that guy will be dripping in sweat yeah just chasing that guy around all day and I will say the one like the Lakers, like they are the one team that probably does not play very hard, and they're on prime time every other night. Yeah, so that that's help. one thing that's not a very good brand for the NBA right now. Yeah, they got rid of Russell Westbrook though, so that should help their defense. I'm like super hard on Russ. He's not he's not my favorite when he's on a team like the Lakers. I think I don't, I'm, I'll see what the Clippers is like, but when he's on the Wizards, it's way more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's like I think that's just the player he has to be. But, like, his defense, it was just missing assignments all the time. And in the NBA, it's like, if there's, like, one guy not playing defense, like, that's a bucket. <laughs> like, every oh, time yeah. in the NBA. Uh, maybe college you get away with it. But even in college, like, you're still, if, like, not all five of you guys are locked in. Yeah. I mean, that's still pretty much, you know, not as good as shooters, but it's a good shot nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. Another thing about Russell Westbrook with, like, the Lakers, I would just say, like, didn't care. Because, like, in some of the huddles, like, he wouldn't be in the huddles. Yeah, no. <laughs> and also, like, in, like, pr- like post-game season, he was just, like, I guess, like, one time he was just, like, uh, a reporter, like, asked him a question. He was just, like, saying, like, how he was, like, just having fun. Like, it didn't, like, mean that much to him. And I was, like, like, what? like you're getting paid this much money and, like, it just you're just having fun. Like, it doesn't mean that much to you. Like, this is your job every day. Like, you should love and invest in everything you do. Yeah. Especially if it's your job. And you should, like come prepared and just have like not have fun but just like want it more than everybody else because like a lot of people would want to be in your situation and it just like sucks to see because like the player he was at Oklahoma OKC was just like to where he is now is just like sad yeah because like his games just like transformed a lot because like I feel like he does get a lot of backlash but like I feel like he causes the backlash that he gets um Especially, like, just having the bad look of, like, just not joining the huddles or, like, not being invested in the teams when, like, they have, like, uh, huddles or talks or whatever. Like, some of the times he just wasn't there. Like, things just weren't clicking. I feel like, I don't know, like, helping him coming off the bench helped a lot, I would say. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a good move. But, like, it only could work for so long. Yeah, you could see that, too. Like, there was definitely a lot of games. Like you said, they're on primetime all the time. Like, he was just, like, just mentally cashed out. And, and maybe that's even, why defense look like, bad. Even LeBron, like he won't get a foul call, and he'll just stand at the other end while they're uh, they're playing five on four. Yeah, okay, the, I'm a, I'm the huge, refs have been pretty. Yeah, but I'm a huge LeBron fan, so that's not me hating on him. Like that's just what he'll do. I'll notice that. Would you it's before we disgusting. go to break here? Let me ask you this then, because like I I will say this. I'll preface it with like he definitely got screwed over on the call, but the uh, <laughs> Boston Celtics. Yeah, when he got to his knees, it, it looked so like funny. it looked like Shakespeare. And then Pat Bev came out with the camera and was like showing it to the ref. Yeah. That was so funny. Oh, that was one of the funniest things. He got reaction. teed up and then they lost. Oh yeah, it was horrendous. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he definitely should have been on. At, went to the free throw line, but like, I'm, I've never <laughs> seen a man get to the floor no. like that. Oh my god. 
Oh, that made me laugh. But with that being said, we better get to break here. We got one more segment left. So, again, if you want to join the conversation, Starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. This is the Sam Hoyberg Show on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be back right after this break.